Welcome everybody to another experience, another cube experience. I'm your, I'm your, one of your co-hosts, Austin. Uh, talking to you guys alone in the studio. My, my fellow co-host is not here for the introduction. He left that to me. Uh, so you're, you're stuck with me right now. It's kind of weird being in, in the studio by yourself, but you know the show must go on. Uh, I'm kind of just talking to a lot right now. It's kind of a, kind of scary. Anyways. Um, before we uh before i introduce you guys and we start the start the the conversation for the week i want to want to keep this this black history month champion champion going want to want to shout out another fellow american uh this this person this person in general uh is is a great man um the person i'm I'm speaking about is tanahasi coates tanahasi coates mr coates it's a it's a hard first name to say so I'm going to call him Mr. Coates. Mr. Coates is an author, journalist, essayist. Uh, he's best known for his book, Between the World and Me. Uh, this book is it's a, it's a letter. It's a heartfelt letter to his son about just being black in the United States. Goes through his childhood, goes through his experience with his parents, goes through his experience through college and, and what it was like going to a historically black college as well in HBCU. He went to Howard. Uh, go Bison. Um and it's a great book but um he's uh recently it's been known for it's a little some controversy stumbling, stumbling on my words right now um recently at the end of last year this book between the world and me by tanahasi coates was put on a, a banned book list in some public schools down south um it was, <laughs> it was put on this, this book list along with other books that talked about racism and um race critical theory um, i'm messing that up but critical theory on race um just put on this banned book list and you would think uh in america you'd probably not want to shy away from your history uh not want to uh to <laughs> to silence some of the, some of the voices that that were brought up from it but uh some, some schools are doing that uh he he responded to this gave it gave a great quote he said Banning my book is it's no longer education that's indoctrination i'll uh i'll leave you guys to that let that let that soak up for you guys um another like i know i know new year's Re- new year's resolutions have been going on um and one of one of yours might be to read more books so so here's a book between the world and me by tanahasi coates i would uh highly recommend it's a great read uh by the way you're also supporting black authors if you didn't realize um so for those two things you should read this book um as we as i transition to to the conversation for for this uh for this experience this cute experience uh you're there's another guest there's a new member to the to the cubed metaverse to the cubed uh cinematic universe cinematic listening verse um You'll you'll hear about it. I'll, I'll give my my great introduction, and you're, you're in for a great treat. I hope you guys hope you guys enjoy this experience. Welcome everybody. Um, this episode we have a guest with us, right? We do. Yeah. Um, introducing this uh, this mysterious guest to the podcast. Um, a lot of people say he sounds like me. Um, I've gotten, I've gotten that a ton. I think he has gotten that a ton too. Um, but to, uh, to give this, this grandiose 
uh, introduction that I usually give to our guests. Um, we're talking to somebody that is a college athlete. It's kind of famous, I think. Yeah. Division um, one. Division one. Wow. Track, track runner. Um, might be faster than me. We'll get yeah. to figure that out. Um, four-time All-State in high school. Wow. Uh, also, Farmington High School's top senior athlete. Uh, he got that award in high school. Um, he was on the All Horizon Second Team Honors. Ooh. Yeah. He also got MVP honors as well. In high school or college? In, this is in college as well. Wow. Yeah. Um, in middle school, <laughs> James, I don't know if you had like a a show or like a like a, a student, talent show, like a student ran show at your at your middle school, like a talent show. No, like. Like like a so, play? so you got your like TV in your classroom, right? Yeah. And oh, then, like, like the morning announcements. Yeah. Yeah, we had something that. like that. Okay, yeah. okay. I definitely didn't. Um, but when our guest was in middle school, yeah, he was the star of Take on Charles. Wow. <laughs> where he would play basketball with various teachers. Oh, not morning announcements. A show like, like, a, like, like an entertaining, <laughs> like an entertain and an entertainment wow. show. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that as well. Um, he also dunked on Harrison High School's like basketball team. Wow. Yeah, like it was a it was a big rivalry game for the city and, and then he just, he just rose yeah. up. Dang. Yeah. We're talking to brother of me. Wow. Charles Anthony. What's up? Welcome to the podcast. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> take, take How did I do? Charles would make it on here, yeah. but uh when's the last time you recorded uh Take on Charles? Ooh, let's see. What year is it? Uh that was 2007. 15 okay. years ago. It was a while ago. Wow. Yeah. Did you, how did that go? Like, did you beat teachers? So, actually, so it started with one of my best friends, Mylon, from back in the day. Uh, well, we're still best friends, too, right now. Um, shout out Mylon, friend of the show. Shout out Mylon. Um, he was on, he was in that class for whatever reason, and he decided to make a TV show about me. Okay. And, it, nice. you know, I played by, I was like the, I had a big, Ben Wallace Afro. Oh, yes, you did. Let's go. <laughs> so I was kind of like the basketball guy in middle school. Mm -hmm. um, and he, along with some other people, uh, created the show and uh, had a bunch of episodes. The biggest one being against Mr. Mark Zalka. Okay. Uh, he was like the new kind of younger teacher. <clears throat> but yeah. we uh, had a game. It was one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. I lost. I think it was either three to five or two to five. But, yeah. Uh, Dang. We would record, uh, I think, once a week for a couple of weeks. And then Dang. sometimes it's two on two. One How'd you take I the loss? On two girls. What? How'd you take the loss to Mr. Zolka? Mean, it was close. It was a close <laughs> game. Uh, you know, I got my name out there. Mm -hmm. uh, it was fun, though. Okay. It was a lot of fun. Did you say you took on two of the female teachers? No, no. I or took on two of my two girls, like, in my class. Oh, okay. Uh, it was one on a two. Like, two on one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you win? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Did you dunk on them? I didn't. No, I wasn't too mean, you know. <laughs> but just take it on. Okay, yeah. I sure. wasn't much of a dunker back in, I think it was eighth grade. Eighth grade? Something like that. I don't know. I yeah. never saw any. Nice. Well, I just heard about it. Fair. Yeah. yeah. We did have, when we would have like indoor, like, because we used to go outside after lunch for like five, ten minutes or something, yeah. like get some fresh air. Yeah. And when it was like raining or snowing, we would stay inside and one of the teachers would play one of the kids. Except that wasn't as fun because it was like the teacher's idea to do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not going to use any names because he was just abusing we, these kids. He was just abusing kids. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like this like 
He was like five. He was our gym teacher. He was mm-hmm. like five six, and then like probably two fifty of steroid muscle. Okay. Um, and okay. it's just like, anyways, <laughs> yeah, way yeah. less fun. Yeah, That's but. right. Charles, you ran track for a long time. Yes. Yeah, track's not a not a popular sport. I think I think it gets gets a lot of flack for it's just people running. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it is. Also the field part, we got some jumpers. There's also the field part. Yeah, people don't really watch that. Yeah, was that you? Sucks. No, well, I did a little bit of high jump. I sucked at it. Mm-hmm. Did a little bit of long jump. Wasn't great. So I just mostly stuck to stuck to sprinting and uh, relays. Why does track get such a bad rap in your in your mind? Well, as James mentioned before the podcast, yeah, just the sport is kind of the punishment for all other sports like, yeah. or the, the training for all other sports and just it's true kind of master the punishment i guess mm-hmm. uh i mean no one really likes to run mostly now it's seen as something you have to do to lose weight or get in shape yeah it's not even i would say i don't like running but i like competing <laughs> i like racing yeah so racing yeah. to me is more than just running that's fair it's more about the competition for me you're definitely like one of the main reasons i started running track yeah. And I hated track. The whole time? <laughs> yeah. Even like the team, the the camaraderie, the coaches. I didn't have much camaraderie. Oh, well. <laughs> I, I, I guess it. it's not a sport for everyone. Uh, not like any sports, really. Mm-hmm. It's a sport for everyone, but. Yeah. So, yeah, it uh, has a bad rap. Luckily, Usain Bolt put us back in the map. Usain Bolt did do a lot for the sport of track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you guys need a new Usain Bolt. Yeah, and then Justin Gatlin just uh, retired, so... Do you know Justin Gatlin? No. Uh, well, <laughs> another great athlete. <laughs> he's a he's a U.S. Like, Olympic yeah. runner. Okay. Yeah, yeah nice. 40 years old. He just retired, like, this week or last week. He was still running at 40? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's insane. Track runners do last a long time. Not typically sprinters, though, so that's why it's so surprising. That's fair. Is there a lot of money in the in the sport? If you do it long enough, I mean, sponsorships, it depends on what you mean by a lot of money, I guess, too. Yeah, that's fair. Because if you can live off, I don't know, 100, 200,000. I mean, I'm, I have no idea how much they make. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. But if, yeah. if that's enough, if that's a lot of money to you, then yeah. So you're uh, athlete, a college athlete for University of Detroit Mercy. Correct. Go Titans. Um, Go Titans. <laughs> the years of 2009 to 12? 10 to 14. 10 to 14. Okay. Um, you see all these, these big NIL deals going on with uh, modern college athletes. Yeah. How much money did you miss out on? Zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been, been a Barstool athlete back in the Ooh, day. That would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how uh, how many uh, sponsors, how many people would sponsor you, the track specifically. I know mm-hmm. that the basketball, the, men, the men's basketball team and... Maybe lacrosse and soccer team. I think it's more of like a more of a person by person basis. Like if you had a large following, yeah, and yeah that's true. Too. Like were you famous on campus? Oh, <laughs> uh, I was known. I wouldn't say famous. Okay. Do you think that you would have tried to have like more of an internet presence, more of like this cloud around you, if there was money to move in off of it? Because yeah. like some of the guys that are getting the top deals, like are like not the top athletes in their sports they're no. just people that have gotten super popular right you got like, the they're called the the cavender twins they're these two yeah. girls that play for <clears throat> some like mid-major basketball school right but they have like over 10 million followers on tiktok mm-hmm. so they have one of the biggest nil deals right 
What do you think? You know, I, again, I, I think for our basketball team, because, well, okay, two things. One, back in that back in the day, mm-hmm. the internet was very different to it was true, great yeah. how it is now. I mean, yeah. when I you guys started... Are Facebook. Exactly. It's true. That's <laughs> the truth. Twitter didn't start until I think, well, Twitter didn't get big until my junior year. Okay. And then Instagram was still its own thing until, I think, my senior year, until I got bought up by Facebook. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how things would have gone. I know that bigger players, when I was playing, bigger basketball players like Ray McCollum, uh, I forget a bunch of names. But anyway, but our biggest guy, like Ray McCollum, oh, Juwan Howard's son. Oh, nice. They might have gotten some pretty big uh, NIL deals, but yeah. I can't see really many other people that I would have known to get such money. Okay. Especially not comp- compared to what people are getting today. Yeah. So, man, if you got the money and you want to build a team. If you got the following. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So, me, me and James kind of like to say, or we don't really say this much, but... Uh, we have this idea, this this thought that like college athletes, they're just supposed to be better than your your average uh, college student at like most sports. How much faster do you think you are, or were uh, during like compared to an average college student? Like, could any average college student beat me in a race? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> definitely not. Okay, no, at any distance. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I would say I would give the average person up to 800 meters. I probably could be the average person in 800. Okay. But like a two laps mile, around the track. Yes, two yeah. laps around the track for those uh, uninitiated. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. That yeah, helps yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. 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 I guess I can kind of, but yeah. that helps. Thank you. Um, but like a mile plus. Four laps plus. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> It would be it'd be close for the well I, I might be able to be the average person in a mile but anyway <laughs> okay anything farther than that it's not my thing at all as you know uh, love is in the air uh, Valentine's Day by the time this podcast has been out has passed yeah um, but that doesn't mean funny stories aren't here yeah I don't think when we made our last episode we planned to like make this a running thing. But yeah. I love the stories that came out of that <laughs> so much that I think, yeah, let's just keep running it. Yeah. Like, do you have a, did any girl punch you in the face during a... Ooh. No, nothing like that. No. I'm too intimidating for that. They get super high in a bathroom while... No. Good questions, though. <laughs> nothing like that's happening. You ever no. told I love you on a first date? <laughs> Ooh, no. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, what stories you got so, for, the, for the pod? I do have one... Pretty bad story. Okay. Well, pretty bad to me. Not being that bad to the average person, but yeah. So you know, you're on your bumbles, you're on your tinders, you're on okay. Online so dating. Yeah. Online dating. I meet. I matched with some girl from some. I don't even know. I think she's probably from Lansing. Anyway. Okay. It's during grad school. Um. So we're talking. Baba Bus is so long ago. It's like six years ago, I think. If it's a deep place, a deep dark place, you don't have to. Uh, it's dark. <laughs> it's not that deep. Okay. Okay. Um, so we're ma- we we match blah blah blah. We go through the whole thing, and she asks me to meet her out at a now closed bar. I think luckily. What was the bar it's called? Tequila Cowboy. 
Okay. It's, it's some, that. <laughs> some country bar that do line dancing in the middle. It's, I'm not. I've been there two times, and I'd say two too many times. How did you get persuaded each time to go to Tequila Cowboy? The first time was because it was the first day. Okay. Second time was because I was with some friends. And yeah. Like one of my friends, girlfriends at the time. Her friends, they want to go for some birthday party. It, okay. That sounds like way too many stuff. Hey, I know. <laughs> that's, how, that's, how you, to. that's how you get me into tequila. Okay. Yeah. I have to or I know somebody. Nice. Um, so anyway, I go to this. Uh, oh, she keeps. So this, the girl I'm on Bumble with, mm-hmm. she keeps talking blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, you can bring a friend. I'm like, bring a friend. Okay. I don't really. It sounds think. like a like a high school move. Yeah. She said, I'll have a friend there too. You should bring. I'm like. I, I didn't plan on doing it, but then I'm like, I kind of got a feeling I probably should. Yeah, you don't want to be there with just yourself, yeah. her, yeah. and her friend, you know. Yeah, yeah it's a bad you bring a buddy. Yeah, yeah. you gotta yeah. you have to show that you have friends first. It, yeah. <laughs> so one of my classmates, uh, you brought a classmate in. I was like, hey man, I need you to come by, and come with me, just in case. Tequila, you never know. Mm-hmm. You just never know. Yeah. So we go. Um, I'm texting her on the app. I'm like, oh, I can't see you, blah, blah, blah. And then my friend's like, oh, I think that's her. I'm like, no, it's not her. <laughs> so I'm texting her, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I'm on the dance floor. I'm like, oh, that is her. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, I, would, I wouldn't say I got catfish. Okay. But, I wouldn't <laughs> but close. Also, uh, she didn't look much like what her pictures showed. It was a big flaw of online dating. Big, big flaw. Yes. <laughs> big flaw. Yeah. What so, do you think? Is more of a red flag. Her inviting you to Tequila Cowboys, a place that you great... know is going to be horrible, or no. her like semi cat, like just misleading you. Bigger red flag. Probably the Tequila Cowboy. I should okay. come from there, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, so then we see her, me and my friend, we see her. She's hammered. <laughs> floor. Oh my God. What a way to start off the date. <laughs> She's you dancing know? <laughs> by herself. The country music's blaring. <laughs> So I'm like, oh my god, I gotta get out of here. Was, it like so, she, was she the only one on the dance floor, or like? No, there's a few other okay. people, you like know, two with their other cowboy people. hats and cowboy boots on. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's Tequila Cowboys. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we did make you up... go with a like cowboy hat, or like did no. you get some like Levi's? Like, did you play the part? Oh, no, jeez. <laughs> I did nothing like that. You know, broke couch, and I had uh, just the clothes on my back. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we make up this story because we have to get out of there. Yeah. And we, we did you, really know, did you walk in yet? Or we ha- we're so like there's a wall in between the dance floor and like there's a there's a opening in this wall where you can see the dance floor uh, on the side of like the pool I think. Okay. I, or not the pool, uh, where all the pool tables are. Okay. Okay. I think that's how it is. Um, can tell you haven't been. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I can we, guarantee that there are pool tables at Tequila Cowboys, yeah, but yeah. the layout, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so thinking about it now, we could have literally just left, and I could have just unmatched it, and this wouldn't be a story. Mm-hmm. Right? But this is you don't story. want a ghost, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still kind of did anyway. Uh, so we made up the story. I'm like. Oh, we gotta go. My friend, he got in a fight with this guy in the bathroom. <laughs> he he got kicked out by the bow. I, this is exactly what I told you. <laughs> I didn't need to make this up. That's so extra. And, and it was extra. It doesn't make any sense, you know. Think about it now, but mm-hmm. that's just what I came up with. I'm like, I don't want to make it seem like I'm just leaving. Yeah, but I'm just leaving. Like she, she never knew that you were there. So like, well, she knew I was there. She um, didn't see me. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Yeah, so we made up that stuff. Okay, I don't feel good about that. <laughs> okay, podcasters out there. I don't feel great about it, but it happened. What would you do if you were in the situation again? What have you learned from? I probably would have just left and unmatched. Wait, you would have felt better about completely ghosting than about lying and like making it up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I mean, I got invited to Tequila Cowboy. Yeah. See this Red flag hammered. One. Uh, lady dancing on the floor by herself. Red flag two. There, I didn't even say she said she had a friend. There was no friend. Red flag three. <laughs> so, I mean, what do I say? Hi. I guess, okay, maybe I could have said hi to her. Maybe a couple dances. You could have said hi like, and be like, oh, I'm not feeling well. I gotta go. Yeah. That's still lying, though. It's like, <laughs> the story might have been better. What, your story? Yeah. Than than actually meeting her because I would have felt worse. You would have felt worse. Yeah, yeah, no, without a doubt. I might have felt worse. What would you have done, James? What would I if have done were, if you're in the situation? So I mean, you show up to, someone, you show up if, to Tequila okay. Cowboy. So I've, I okay, so I can't. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I would have cut it off before that. But yeah, no. If I showed up and I saw her, oh. Doesn't I look probably, like the pictures that you saw of her. Yeah, and she, especially the just being wasted and like not being the same girl and being alone. Like, mm-hmm. I, I might have gone the lying route. Like, I, I feel like that helps her save face a little bit. Yeah. Like, if yeah. you just ghost her, it's like, oh, he came and saw me and left, and like, yeah, right. She's probably like doesn't feel good about that. But like, yeah. if you come up with some, you know, good excuse, like you did, like <laughs> it was, just, it, was <laughs> it was a believable excuse. It was a believable excuse because yeah. the standard would just be like, but I'm not feeling well, mm-hmm. or like. I, I don't I don't know. There's a lot yeah. like yeah, but yeah. but the bar fight bar that's fight? so yeah. extra, <laughs> especially at that, not a bar board. fight, just a, bi- or, a fight in the bathroom. That's all. Oh right, well, like, yeah, no, yeah. Not, yeah. Obviously, no one saw it. So. Mm. She can't I mean, say if it was true or false. Right. But, yeah, yeah. Why should be in the boys' bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I feel like I feel like you played it as well as you could have, considering the choices you had made up until that point. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Not the greatest choices up to that point, but. Have you, are you uh, continuing to use online dating or? Yeah, here and there. It's uh, it's kind of a weird time, you know, it's one, well, one, it's uh, COVID. February. Well, okay. Well, I was just going to say, <laughs> well, not February, just Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. Area. Yeah. Um, but also COVID, yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, even with COVID, people are still doing everything they're doing that they were. Before. That's true. No one really gives a shit anymore. Not Everyone's kind of yeah. over it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so. What? Nothing. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I am, but, you know, just uh, swiping in, swiping. Okay. No rush, really. No rush. Love is still in the air, but just at a later time for you. Uh, yeah. Nice. Let's say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much love you can find on the apps, but there's... I mean, they, they advertise a lot of love. I've seen they a lot sure of do. commercials that show people getting engaged in, like, a Tinder. Like, whether that yeah. they were in Tinder... One I don't know. Siblings, yeah. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. They did start doing that more. It used to just be like they really pushed like the hookup culture mm. of it, which yeah, like true. I feel like is what it kind of yeah it, yeah yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't have to say it. We know. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> um. So I'm very fascinated to see them going like the marriage route because there like, is I don't know the app, but there's a TV advertisement that said, "Oh, we want you to use it, but delete it after you find that's the one." Hinge. Is that Hinge? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. They're promoting to delete the app. 
Yeah. Yeah. So just delete it before you even start. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever? Ever. Tinder, Bumble. No Tinder, no Bumble, no Hinge, no Coffee Meets Bagels, no Christian Mingle, no BlackBeardMeet.com, no Farmers Only. None of that. No. I have nothing to show for it either. Cool. Speaking of love and dates and Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. um, something that came up in the news a little bit recently uh, and that we kind of wanted to to broach the subject of here on Keebed um, is this Brian Flores lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, started and and some other things attached to the idea. Um, For those of you who don't know, he's uh, an ex-NFL head coach. Yep. Uh, came out the lawsuit against the NFL, alleging that their hiring practices were discriminatory. Um, also said that he was getting paid to lose games. Um, but yeah, so they're discriminatory. Uh, I know that they're also opening up or have opened up some cases in the Supreme Court about affirmative action. So True. let's <clears throat> yeah. talk about that. The Supreme Court on January 23rd, January 24th, they, uh, they opened up hearings about deciding whether race-conscious race admissions programs at Harvard and the University of North Carolina are lawful. Um, so those are things that are currently in place. Currently in place. Um, there was the there was that U of M lawsuit mm-hmm. a while ago um, that also tackled pretty much the same topic, but they are... They're reconsidering this again. This is a very controversial and uh, everlasting argument that will probably be sticking around for a while. Yep. Yeah, I remember when we were applying to college, it was sort of a big deal. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people talked about it. A lot of people talked about it as like just like a given or like certain things or like right. Yeah, and then again, as we're like looking for jobs and stuff. Um, right. Or as you guys are looking for jobs, I'm just, you know, <laughs> just tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> You'll be applying to grad schools. Yeah, yeah. eventually here. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's become really relevant again for us personally. It's It'll be around for a while. Unless the Supreme Court says no, then maybe not. That it's unlawful? Right. Yeah, but then the other side will just be talking about it. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I mean, it's going to be talked about either way. Right. So, I... I guess I just hope it gets dealt with the right way, but I mean, I mean, how do you even start? Like, I couldn't imagine being yeah. in that position. What so, do you mean, like the right way? Like people approach it with, <laughs> like, like the right decision gets made, or like that people approach it in like a proper, like just manner. Uh, both, I okay. would say. Um, I mean, so when I was, you know, applying or at school, I again heard the same comments about. Oh, I didn't go in here, blah blah blah. Uh, but you know, this black person I know got in, blah blah. blah you know, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it sucks because, I mean, that's a that's an honest feeling, I think, mm-hmm. um, right or wrong. But how do you, how do you as a with affirmative affirmative action being so prevalent? How do you how are you sure that you get in, but you know, by merit and not by just something that you can't control, like you're your race or your skin color or whatever. Yeah. I think at the, at the the crux of the the issue, like affirmative action is is defined as 
give me uh, flip the definition. Okay. Yeah, that'll be pretty helpful. Yeah, because <laughs> I think like this is yeah. kind of this buzzword, and like yeah. everyone, like I think a lot of like the disagreement just comes from people having their own like Definitions. definition of it. So yeah. like, yeah, let's let's hear what Wikipedia or Dictionary.com has to say. Yeah, affirmative action refers to a set of policies and practices within a government or organization seeking to include particular groups based on gender, race, sexuality, creed, or nationality in areas where which these groups are underrepresented, such as education and employment. So like from a from a historical standpoint, it's acknowledging that certain groups um, are underrepresented because they are members of these certain groups mm-hmm. and it's trying to rectify that by giving them more opportunity um in the college admissions cases it's like we saw a lot of quotas we saw a lot of quotas at, at work too um in, in the workplace i mean like just having to have a certain amount of minorities mm-hmm. uh hired at a group in, in the nfl um there's a a rooney rule yeah um which mandates that every team uh whether they're interviewing for a coach manager or the front office front office um they're required to not hire but interview which and a big part of the like that's the whole thing yeah <laughs> that's a big part of the flora's lawsuit too is saying, part of, like yeah they're just like it's a fake interview like yeah but and you can interview anyone like it's not <laughs> right because yeah. the weird thing about the flora's case was so he had not interviewed for whatever team he was. Do you know the team that he was going to interview for? I don't no, know. I know he coached the Miami Dolphins for a while. Coached the Dolphins. I know that he had some allegations against like the New York Patriots and Bill Belichick. So I'm going to explain that. Okay, go ahead. So he was <laughs> applying for a a coaching job at an NFL team. Um, Giants. It was the Giants. Okay, applying for for the Giants, and Bill Belichick had. Brian Flores' number and mm-hmm. another Brian who the Giants had just interviewed. Okay. So he, he texted. He said, okay, let me congr- congratulate oh, Brian yeah. for getting the, the Giants job. But he texted Brian Flores, nice. the black man from, from Miami, Miami. Yeah. Um, not the correct Brian. Brian saying, Dable. Brian Dable, who got the, the, the Giants job. And Brian Flores had yet to get his interview. Which is crazy. <laughs> which is crazy. Um, yeah. So, like at that point, if if I'm Brian Flores and I know this is not my job, and I know the Giants have to interview at least one minority, mm-hmm. he could have like just stopped the the whole thing by just not going. Well, I could have just interviewed somebody else. Yeah, but like if he's gonna come public with it and like sue them, he could have went public with saying, "Oh, they already have their person. Don't oh, go yeah. interview for them." That's true. Um, I don't know. I mean, you still want to get the interview, right? At what cost of? It's just a, yeah, a fake interview. True. Yeah. And that's the whole thing with, you know, the type of we're on is how do you know, I don't want to say sides, but how do you know mm. if the, other, the quote unquote other side is being truthful in their efforts to, you know, abide by the Rooney rule or uh, a quota. Perfection. Or, well, yeah, or I mean, a quota, yeah. They're abiding by it, but there's what, like three black coaches right now Mm -hmm. in a sport that's like dominated by athletes that are minorities so like yeah they're probably like i assume they're abiding by the rooney rule like you'd be so nazi but like is it working no yeah no 
And it's not like it's not like you can force these teams who to hire because then you're right. forcing them to kind of do the opposite of what we're we're trying to achieve with these rules. Yeah, you know, we don't want to force you to hire somebody uh, based on something that they can't control. Right, but you don't want to have it how it is right now. So what do you do is an issue. Yeah, it's it's a tricky thing because like you want everybody to have whether it's this nfl thing or whether it's school admittance or whether it's you're applying for for a job in the workplace you want to have equal opportunity Mm -hmm. as the next person to get this job or get into school um but history says it's not going to happen so like to rectify that you have this affirmative action Mm -hmm. this affirmative action isn't the best method clearly as we're seeing right to uh to rectify it yeah well, because also the issues go deeper than just like who's the most qualified for that job. Yeah. Because like, I mean, like if you want to completely break it down, like ethnic and racial minorities have like on average like worse education, worse right. upbringing, lower socioeconomic status. So like, yeah, they're yeah. actually yeah. probably going to be on average like less qualified. So I think that's what the. Yeah. Like, like less qualified just in like their preparedness and their you know mm-hmm. like in the way that they were because they were given the same opportunities from the, from the time they were from the start yeah, yeah. so it's that. like well how do you combat that like you know if like yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like even if there's just like a law or two to solve no <laughs> this, this no history way. of yeah. injustice I think if the powers that be. Uh, you know, are honest with that mm-hmm. that there isn't one way to fix this. Yeah. Then maybe, then maybe if they get to that conclusion, that we can get to where we want to be. But until then, these you know one or two off rules. I mean, we see that we see the the progress we've we gotten. Yeah, we might have moved a couple meters, but yeah, yeah, we have to move a little faster and a little farther. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's the frustrating thing. Like, the people that are like, oh, but, like, we've moved so much. And it's like, yeah. yeah. And, like, that's good. And we should celebrate that. <laughs> right. But, like, that doesn't mean moving. that we should just, like, yeah, stop or be, like, complacent with, like, small steps. Like, I'm, like, yeah, like, I don't want to be like, oh, my great-grandkids will have, like, this great equality. <laughs> like, yeah. no, like, I want to see this in my life. Right. Which may or may not be reasonable, yeah, I mean, it'll never be perfect. Yeah. But, which is the issue. We're, <laughs> we're trying to make these rules to be perfect. Yeah. But if we're, you know, striving for something that we can't have, then you almost want it to be like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, these rules are, I hope, created with good intentions. I mean, it's only so far you can go. Yeah. Is the Rooney Rule something that you could see? If you're the head of the NFL, would you get rid of it? Talking to Austin. Talking to me, if you didn't didn't know who he was talking to. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. So, I I would have to maybe not a Rooney Rule, um, or not specifically the Rooney Rule, but I, I would. <laughs> history shows like you like there's just not going to be black coaches or minority coaches like no matter what. No matter what, um, does, but just having like a, a obsolete interview doesn't change much. Like, although it, it people say it brings us to the table, 
um, to, yeah. to make the decisions. Okay. Like it's a, yeah. it's an obsolete seat at this table that yeah. doesn't, it's just for show. It's not really doing anything. Um, but like, I, I don't know <laughs> if I were, if I were to force, um, something on these billionaires, I think I would fail probably quickly. Yeah. I mean, those, those billionaires would probably sell or do something worse. I don't know. Yeah. What about you, James? What do you think? If you, uh, had, to, uh, if you had to buy <laughs> to get rid of the to Rooney get rid of the Rooney Rule, yeah, man. I mean, so like the issue is like it was celebrated by people that were like wanted more mm-hmm. like minority representation, more opportunity in, in these places. Yeah, more opportunity, and so like, and I also want that. So like, I feel like I should celebrate it with them, but also like. Nobody wants to be in an interview where, like, the decision's already been made. And I yeah. think an interview is, yeah, just kind of pointless. Like, like if they have their mind made up, you're not going to go into this interview and then just, like, wow them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not at all. Not at all. So what would I have them do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I think that there's, like, something to be affirmative action. Like, you can't say, like, oh, you need to hire, like a black head coach head coach or like mm. a female head coach or like one of these things but like I think you could make some sort of like okay in like your administration there needs to be like some sort of represent, representation which is kind of what's being on trial right now right and some people are not loving but yeah like I think that yeah like because an interview isn't get, like yeah that's a seat at the table but like there's not going to be proper representation until like someone's actually hired into the organization no. which I think they might have stuff like that already and it's just like, I don't know, if it yeah. doesn't want to use yeah. it, they're not going to. Like, you can hire a guy right. and then just be like, okay, we'll sit at home and we'll pay you your, you know. I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's these these owners' decisions on what they want to do. Right. So, like, whether you can persuade these owners to, like, enforce <coughs> properly these rules, it's unlikely. Get rid of the owners. Teams are <laughs> persuaded to hire minority coaches uh, or yeah, minority staff by, if they, if, let's say, the Lions... Uh, coach uh minority staff member is hired by another team they get compensatory draft picks yeah in the next draft but mm. even with that we're still seeing the oh same. like some sort of incentive that yeah it's already it's already is that already a thing yeah i have no clue mm-hmm. Jeez. yeah so but like it's a third round or something yeah uh, they're like nobody nobody it's probably a practice squad player yeah yeah I mean, you see some success in that low of the draft, but not typically. Yeah. Speaking of the NFL, the Super Bowl's coming up. Again, by the time this podcast is released, it'll have oh, yeah. finished. Do we have predictions? Go Bengals. Oh, so Bengals. Go Bengals. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, James? Okay, so this is going to come up. So you guys are going to hear this, and you already know what happens. Yeah. So that's a lot of pressure. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. if you hear it before <laughs> mm-hmm. and then it doesn't happen, it's like, okay, like people yeah. forget about it probably, right. but now they're going to like retro- retrospectively be listening. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Wow. Yeah. We're writing um, history right now, kind of. Yeah. So who I want. So I think I'm supposed to want Stafford to win. No, you're not. That's what people say. That's no, what people not. say. That's what everyone <laughs> says. And I'm feeling that pressure a lot. Don't feel it. But I'm very much on this. <laughs> Joe Burr. Joe Burr. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just shivering, man. Yeah. And Jamar Chase. Like, yeah, that was They're fantastic. I love them a lot. I yeah. think I want to see the Bengals win. That'd be so I, great for I, the fans. It would, it would be so great. But I also have a tough time rooting for an Ohio City 
but they're, like, not really Ohio. Yeah. And I think that the Rams have, like, a way better team, and I oh, don't yeah. understand how the Bengals have gotten here. No, it doesn't make sense. So I think I'm picking the Bengals. Yeah. Awesome. I think I think I got to go with Joey Burr, too. Let's go. Um, I was I'm, – I'm from Michigan. I'm uh, not too far from the, the Lions Stadium from Fort Field, but I've never been a fan of Stafford. So mid, like yep. People always say he's the best quarterback or top five quarterback, and I never see it. And now he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I have to like continue this and be consistent. Yeah, especially because he's got this like he's got this super stacked team. No, so kidding. like if you don't beat the Bengals, like yeah, it's on you. What sucks for me is that he we had great teams here. To whatever, whichever, yeah, we had we had <laughs> Stafford with like top five defenses, like. Yeah, like with uh, Sue and uh, Nick Fairley, Sue's we fun. had the best Sue's defensive stopped. line in yeah. the league, and we still didn't do anything. Didn't do a single thing. So it's like he's had great teams before. Yeah, maybe not as good as you know the Rams now, but we've been at least as good as the Bengals now. I think. I mean, the difference being we didn't have Joe. We had Joey. No, but like we had teams with Calvin and Golden Tate, and didn't turn out to anything. Yeah. You hate to see it. So go Bengals. Okay. So we're Bengals podcast. One more thing about the Bengals. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who, who's a Rams fan here? In, in the world, there are no Rams actual fans. Uh, the people in St. Louis might still like them. Wouldn't when they, they hate them? Yeah. One or the other. Either you're sticking with the organization because they're the Rams or you absolutely hate them. Yeah, because yeah, they left you. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like, uh, like someone breaking your heart. And yeah, yeah. Even, like you're not gonna root for them. I feel like as Americans, we probably should just root for the Bengals because the underdogs, the underdogs, the underdogs. There's this big business corporate or corporation that's trying to take over the league. Got to support the small businesses. Yeah. yeah. All right. To wrap up here, uh, quick hitters as always. First one, a classic. If I showed up to your wedding reception. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm getting invited to your wedding, but if Austin shows up to your wedding reception wearing uh, wearing Crocs as part of the fit, how's your response to that? Well, he'd be uh, kicked out. He'd be kicked out. Well, well for one, he'd be, be in the wedding. I'd probably be in the party. He'd right? Be in the party, so there's yeah. no way he's wearing Crocs in my wedding party. <laughs> okay, this is not happening. What if I bought the whole wedding party Crocs? No. Okay. Okay. What if a non-wedding party member showed up wearing Crocs? I, I can't do it, man. Crocs in a wedding? Are we serious, people? I've heard you people on this podcast. Not, yeah, not, not the yeah, hosts. Oh. The guests. I've heard you all. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way you tell me you led to buy in with no Crocs and no wedding. I um, also do have like a, a small update. My Crocs broke. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Uh, after not even a year of use. This is oh, wow. probably like three or four months. Hmm. Crocs, they, Really disappointing. I really want to be a fan of them. Could ask me. Yeah, I um, mine are still going strong. I've had them for significantly longer than you. Yeah, I wear them pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. I've played sports in them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh the, the, what do you call the athletic strap? Or yeah, sport mode. Sport mode. <laughs> um, the only issue I've had was with the gibbets falling out. I had that too. About. I had both. Yeah, oh, those aren't cheap. My strap broke. They're and, not cheap. Yeah. You know. Yeah, don't want that. So I'm sorry for that luck, but yeah. um, no, nah, I'm still supporting Croc Strong. <laughs> I guess I'll just have to get kicked out of the weather. <laughs> um, <laughs> second question: uh, Do you watch Euphoria? 
I don't. I've heard all the buzz. Okay. I'm thinking about getting into it. No, don't do that. Uh, oh, really? Don't do it. I thought you guys asked people because you guys watched it. No, no, no Euphoria we're podcast. Not, we're not, Euphoria. <laughs> not at all. We're I nowhere always, close to being a Euphoria podcast. I thought you guys watched it. I was uh, ready for this question. I thought, I thought you guys were going to tell me how great how great it was. Do we Actually, talk about why we asked? <clears throat> uh, we can. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> we were. We were recording our last episode, the morning show, mm-hmm. and we were trying to get some of our, it was a Sunday, and we were trying to get some of our friends to be like our callers, right? And mm-hmm. so we called them up, and it was about 8.55, 9 o'clock on Sunday night when yep. we made some of these calls, yep. and all three of the people that picked up, or two people picked up and said, hey, I can't talk, like watching euphoria and oh. then the other person just hit end and texted like <laughs> can't talk watching euphoria, watching euphoria. so yeah. yeah we're just three for three with the euphorias i see yeah mm-hmm. so that's why so why don't you guys watch it i've never seen it I, this is an we question. have a lot of listeners that listen to watch euphoria so i'm not gonna track mm-hmm. that too much oh. but uh it's just a little more <laughs> it's uh it's not moving the needle forward yeah hmm. as far as commentary on being in high school or that definitely that because my high school definitely did not have parties every Tuesday mm-hmm. that's true um, and I mean there's a lot of commentary on like drugs and like mental illness yep mm-hmm. that's moving the needle right that's right but not forward is the uh, not forward I think that is, we're making is the point that I'm trying to make mm-hmm. if yeah. you're uh, if you're a fan of Euphoria call in mm-hmm. <laughs> so send us a voice message mm-hmm. tell, us, have... tell us why you love the the show that we don't do you have any Euphoria alternatives like something people should watch mm, instead. No, I'm just not really. In general. I'm not really watching anything right now. Ozark. Yeah, I just watched Ozark, or got up to date with Ozark. Yeah, it's that shows fire. Yeah, mine. if you're looking for something like a longer episode, more drama, kind of intense, mm-hmm. I would have to, I have to show <laughs> Ozark or Euphoria. I think that's fair. I, yeah. I believe it. I don't Ozark know is really intense. Yeah. Super intense. Super intense. It also doesn't, I don't think, move any needles. Mm. So, like, if that's what you're looking for, like, if that's what people are saying about Euphoria, then I guess I don't have, like, a recommendation yeah. in that area. But Or just no, go outside. Great. Go touch some grass. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> have a snowball fight. There you go. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice. Okay. And our last question. Uh, last guest we had on, we talked about green bubbles, people being bullied for them. Uh, Travis did make the comment that he might consider not hiring someone because of the green bubble. Uh, how do you feel about the green bubbles? I, mm-hmm. as previously mentioned, I have an Android. Okay. So I don't know what these bubbles y'all talking about is. So I got my bubbles. Mm-hmm. That are colored the way I want them to be. Oh, okay. who found it? Do you I get mean, to? I've seen the green bubbles, mm-hmm. but I, I don't see them on a daily basis. Yeah. Okay. So can't you guys choose to no. turn off the green bubbles? No, we can't. No. Oh, I thought you could. I think we can either make everybody green or only Android. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that either. Not, never that. I need to no. know who I love and who I hate. Need my iMessage. Yeah. Do you have you gotten any flack for being a green bubbler? Like, uh, especially with online dating, I feel like is that not? Yeah, I've seen it here and there. But yeah. I'm like, I feel like that's a red flag. Maybe more so than tequila cowboys. Maybe that's our generation. Okay, I feel like for a generation that grew up with Facebook. Okay, okay. <laughs> we're, we're eight years apart. There's no generational gap here. I mean, you're a millennial. We're a Zoomer. Okay, you're at the edge of Zoomers. We're like in the middle, or if not the beginning of Zoomers. No, didn't our? Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess my generation ends at what 96 or something something like that yeah all right 
fine. Anyway, <laughs> I don't see green bubbles. Mm-hmm. If I if you have an iPhone and I a green bubble in your iPhone, I hope you you know feel the same way about me that I did about you. Yeah. Right, uh, Austin. No, <laughs> no, no comment. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got. I mean, yeah, I don't, we'll I get don't. you. A, we'll get you an iPhone soon. Yeah, I'm thinking about making the switch iPhone users. So. That's the right choice. Let's go. We'll see. My that's phones. a for the people choice. Uh for the people. Yeah. <laughs> what about my people? <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Well, that's all we got. Thanks for. Thanks for coming to Keeb to the Keeb experience. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Are you going to tell your brother what keeped means? So keep actually means... Uh, it's Austin again. Uh, after after the, this great uh, conversation we had about being a college athlete and affirmative action, who would have thought the keep experience would do such things? We got range. We got range over here. We talk about talk about the unpopular things to talk about, talk about the, the hard and difficult things to talk about. We're just trying to trying to figure it out along the way, you know. They say uh, they say us youth are the uh, we're supposed to be the solutions of tomorrow. We're supposed to make up these great solutions for tomorrow. How do you start? You start by having a conversation about it. You might not fix it, but you start maybe. Um, I just hope that you guys had a great time listening. Um, shout out shout out Charles for coming on the podcast. Shout out my brother. I hope you guys go watch if you haven't already. We brought back Take on Charles in 2022. Uh, it's, it's me versus him, little bro versus big bro. Uh, I, I would. It's a it's a difficult watch for me, but uh, I hope you guys enjoy enjoy that video as well. If you haven't already watched it, um, we'll catch you guys next week. First one I'll, I'll, before before I before I log off by myself because James isn't here. Um, want to apologize for being a day late. You know we're uh, usually usually we're on time. Usually we respect. You guys, it's times we know you guys give us your Wednesdays and what other whatever other days you listen to this experience. Um, but we're day late, and we we realize we we uh we failed in the aspect of being your favorite Wednesday releasing podcast. So maybe next week we'll we'll get back to it. Um, it's been uh it's been great uh recording this by myself. Um, I'm in my I'm in my room right now, and. Pizza House still does not have half-off apps. I hope they fix that. Uh, we'll see you guys. I'll see you guys next next week, next Wednesday, hopefully, for another cute experience.